0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, world, and welcome to Trust the Tape, episode 103.
1: Mm. Continue what? to decline.
0: Yeah, we just episode just keep going away. I don't think we're really even that high though, so that number's fine too.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, welcome everybody. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh alongside Dane Brugler. If you want to find us on the Twitter, I'm at JC1053. He's at DP Brugler. And we make tons of money per follower. So if you follow us, Thank uh, you. we'll get massive, massive bonus checks.
1: You're feeding so, our children.
0: Yeah, we'd like you. Yes, all of my children yes. are the that most you know important. About. Mine are the most important. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, we got the combine next week. We got football players to talk about. Uh, I don't have uh, a good tease at this point to really hook you into our podcast. So hopefully you're just like, man, this podcast is good every week. I'm going to be here because it's going to get awesome. I just don't know what way it's going to go. Uh, last night I did a, I did a mock draft. I did one of the fake simulator things. Uh-huh. I was drafted for the Cowboys. And I noticed that uh, Jack Sitchy was there in the fourth round. So I picked him, and I was going to take Shaq Griffin with a comp pick in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Somebody took him from me.
1: He didn't make Griffin. it. Griffin.
0: Yeah, Shaq didn't make it to the fourth round comp pick. So I lost my guy. I should have picked him in the other order.
1: I was going to say, who did you prefer Sitchi or Griffin? Who do you have rated higher of your board? business.
0: It's none of your business.
1: But the listeners, they want to no, know.
0: I hold these things close to the vest. That's so not very good for a podcast. I, to release it. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I did it the way I did it, because it was your board I was using. And Sitchi was lower, so I could have just waited and picked Sitchi. But I was like, well, I'll take the guy with all his hands first. <laughs> and then I'll
1: snag Griffin here. In a <laughs> we, we don't know about his ACL. His, yeah. his peck's kind of messed up. But yeah, at least he's well, got both hands.
0: Hands matter. Uh, yeah, so I lost my guy. And that was depressing. Ooh.
1: But the Combine's next week, Dave. Well, how'd the first three rounds turn out?
0: Uh, Harold Landry in the first round. Mm. Your board is broken
1: on there. Man, those simulators are. The hit or simulator miss. is broken. Yeah.
0: The simulator insisted Duron DeRon Payne's going number 10. Yeah. I tried it 12 times. It's possible. I hit it 12 times because I was like, okay, surely. And I picked different.
1: Was uh, it the Raiders?
0: Needs things. Yeah, the Raiders kept yeah. taking DeRon Payne. They need Payne.
1: interior your defensive line. Uh,
0: who else kept going? Uh, Cortland Sutton was going at number eight a lot. Hmm. Uh there's some other weird. Sam Hubbard was going before. Do you think the Cowboys sometime?
1: would take. Landry at 19.
0: How long are his arms? <laughs> Do we know how long we'll, his arms we'll are? We'll find
1: out for sure next week. How often is his hand on the ground? I mean, he's going to come in probably close to 6'2, 250. Between 245 and 255, somewhere in there. And we'll see about the arm length. We'll see about the hand size and all that wingspan. I. If he has, big
0: form. If he has 33 and three quarter inch arms, maybe. <laughs> they probably won't, but I mean but my thing when I do mock drafts is to show people how much better I am than their pro team. Okay. And I do it for free. So it's really cool that I offer that service. And I'm I think everybody really appreciates it. Who's in the second round? Uh Dallas Goddard. Godert? Goodert.
1: No, that'd be a heck of a pick. Goddard. He's a top tight end in this draft.
0: Yeah, he was the second pick. Who was my third pick? Uh, you're going to make me pull it up. Hold on. Let me see here. Doo, doo, I don't doo. think any chance
1: Goddard last to 50. Shut up. But if he did? Well, if he didn't, here's the thing. You know what? Here's our
0: first topic. Everybody can't get picked. because right. You know who else I thought about there? I thought about DJ Moore. But I was like, mm-hmm. is that realistic? I don't know. Uh, but they're there because people picked other players. <laughs> and right. other players are going to get picked. Like, I don't think... And I think our boards would be somewhat similar. There might be a little element of group think there, which is dangerous. But I noticed, because I put in other people's boards, and they are way different. Yeah, Like, I'll have guys that I have in the second round sitting there in the fifth right. on other people's boards. And it's like, okay, I don't know for sure how this is going to go. Could Dallas be there? Sure. Do I think he will? Probably not. But then there were other guys there that somebody's going to be there that I didn't think would. More so I, would lo- I tried to make it reasonably realistic.
1: That's a fair point. I who, Better chance of being there at 50. DJ Moore or Dallas Goddard, I think it might be DJ Moore. You think so? Because... Well,
0: I don't know what order the receivers are going to go.
1: Well, that, that's, the receivers that's are it. insane. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I, everybody was posting up receiver rankings yesterday, so I did mine too. Yeah. Nobody's are the same. No. and I, I mean, Nobody has my number two in their top ten. I
1: think Daniel Jeremiah <laughs> got that snowball rolling uh with his top five, and then someone... I did not see it and then someone tagged me in it uh to a tweet with uh with his top five, asked for my top five, so I posted that and then yeah, from there
0: Did he have Chark in his top five? I think so. I think yeah. he had
1: Chark in his top five. Uh three maybe I think yeah. uh and Jamon Moore was the surprising one to me um that he had there. I I, I get it with Jamon Moore. Yeah, he's
0: wrong. Yeah, he's wrong.
1: Uh, I I don't see a top five receiver, but he had DJ Moore in there. Thing with DJ Moore is is he gonna is he over five ten? Uh, you know, what are Maybe. the size? We don't. We're not worried about the build. I mean, he's gonna be a, a stocky two fifteen, but height, the length, the hand size. What are those measurements gonna be like? That's a big step for him at the combine.
0: To your point, let's just go. I'm gonna go my wide receivers. Right. You can nitpick if you want to. And I made it clear, number two through about eleven, I'm kind of like, okay, these could change. Yeah. Uh, Ridley is one. He won't be available at fifty, obviously. Right. I don't think he'll be available at nineteen. Right. Then I have Gallup, who, if I'm to believe what I read from everybody else, I can maybe have him at 81. There's a chance I can get him in the third round. Yeah, it's possible. Then I have Kirk. Then I have Moore. Then I have Anthony Miller, who has a foot thing. Then I have Sutton, Pettis, Chark, Washington, Burnett. People are going to like Aud and Tate, the big old Florida State guy. Burnett,
1: fairly high. Yeah. where's Burnett, that's what, like, you're... Nice. That's
0: like my 10th receiver.
1: That's yeah. Interesting. And then okay. people,
0: somebody might like Aitman. Somebody's going to like Washington more than I do. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to like Auden Tate, the Florida
1: State big guy. <laughs> Equiminius, St. Brown. St.
0: Brown. Somebody's going to like him. How yeah. many receivers are going before 50? Five? Somebody's going to be there. There's yeah. going to be a really good player there.
1: Yeah. And There's going to the, be a good player at 81. The order of these wide receivers are going to be really interesting because, yeah, you just mentioned those guys, and I'm I'm kind of similar with Ridley, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Anthony Miller, Courton Sutton, my top five. But then, it, yeah, after that, it gets a little dicey. Michael Gallup's my ninth wide receiver. He's, God, what, a he's a hater. Your second.
0: what a hater. What a hater. And you, the difference is this. Here's the difference. I'm going to go with my second is Gallup, and my. Ninth is Washington. <laughs> they're close. Yeah,
1: they're exactly. They're close. Exactly. They're and different, I but got they're so, close. I got so many responses like because I, I did my top five. Oh, not a James Washington fan? No,
0: right. I am. No, I'm a fan of all of them. Yeah, exactly. I like I them all.
1: Just because he didn't make my top five doesn't mean I don't like the player. I do like the player. He just It's really hard to stack these guys from, yeah, like you mentioned, 2 to 11, 2 to 12, uh, whatever that is. It, and it's going to change a little bit. We're going to see some fluctuation between now and the draft, based on the combine, uh, based on more tape study, going back and looking at these guys.
0: Kuiper has Lasley second, I believe. Jordan Lasley at UCLA. Really? Now is the he second making wide receiver? That up? I believe so. Is he making that up out of thin air, or is he hearing that from some crazy GM? Like, or is he, you know, swiping credit cards on his little square in his <laughs> pocket and putting people where he's asked to? I don't
1: know. I, I get it with Ladsley because he's a really good athlete, but I mean, this is a guy who had a lot of off field issues. I mean, people so-
0: like Deion Kane. Clemson. Yeah. People I, do.
1: I, I like Deion Kane too. He's my number eleven receiver.
0: I started a guy last night that I'm not done with. Kiki, how do you say his name? Kuti. Kuti? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's fun. He can run. He's fun. I, he, combine will really be big for him. Yeah, uh, well, he's gonna
0: run a four-three five. He 5 he'll run fast.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm eager to see what he runs. Uh yeah, for that Texas Tech offense, I mean so many I mean his game was basically a slot game. Uh yeah, a lot of uh jet sweeps, a lot of end arounds, a lot of screens, a lot of uh, you know, using, try to give him the ball in space. Let him create. Use that speed.
0: So, so anyway, uh, the mock that I did, I don't want to do too much because I'm also going to write about this and talk about this on the radio. But uh, I took Derek Naughty in the third, the Florida State nose tackle.
1: Well, let me ask you this. And then
0: I swung for the fences in my comp pick.
1: Who uh, was in the third round, Sinat still there? He was. And you took I have Sanat Noddy.
0: What? I have Because my goal was just to do an exercise the exercise was just different ways it could look. Okay. I'll take Sanat four different times before the draft gets here.
1: Gotcha. I wanted gotcha. to
0: put Naughty out there because I haven't talked about
1: him. Okay. I need his name to be out and, there. And Naughty wouldn't be a bad pick in the third round. He's a monster. Dude's I, had double-digit tackle for losses two years in a row. I think we both just would prefer Sanat, but Barely. again, Naughty's a, a Barely. good player. I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I haven't very close my ranking.
0: Here's a Florida State. It's an easy sell to the Cowboys. There Power go. five. We did it. Wee-hee. There you
1: go.
0: Uh, okay, moving on. What else are we talking about with the combine?
1: Uh, well, I think we just gotta do a full preview. Let's talk about the importance of it. Let's talk about who we expect to perform well. I, I think a lot of times the combine gets a bad rap. Um, you know, we talk about you know the name of this podcast is Trust the Tape. That's what we care about the most. Don't trust the combine, but that doesn't mean. But if that, Cortland Sutton runs a four four four, he sure helped himself. Well, that's the, that's the point. It doesn't. It, it, there's you can use all these numbers. We just have to understand how to best use them and. First and foremost, I think the most important part of the combine is the medicals, and that's something that it's not public. You know, we have to find it through our different channels, and you know, we'll get that information if not right away, at some point the following weeks after the combine. So the medicals first and foremost, and there are plenty of guys. I have a I I had a list of all the the most important. There uh, are the prospects where the medicals are going to be the most important, and there's a lot of these guys. You look at kind of like Nick Chubb. You know, had that devastating knee injury as a sophomore. What's the knee looking like? You know, for long-term, we've talked about Chubb as a possible second-round pick. Teams are worried about that knee, maybe a Jay Ajayi fall. fall, uh, you know, just about the long-term uh, durability. I want to know the if the Chubb
0: knee. can catch, too. There's a lot to the so, combine. I want to see absolutely. if his hands look natural, because Nick Chubb's a guy they didn't throw to. If absolutely. you're going to be, I think he's a top-five runner in this class. Mm-hmm. If that's all you offer, I don't think you're a second-round player in today's NFL. If you're Depending a, on the team, I, but yeah. I, I, I'm your carries guy. Sure. The passing game is incredibly important. You got to yeah. be able to block, you got to be able to catch. Right. And I need to
1: see it. I don't, you're not wrong. Uh, I mean, yeah, it depends on the makeup of the team and what kind of back you're looking for. Because, uh, yeah, they all several of these backs offer different skill sets. Um, Anthony Miller, what's going on with the foot? He, I don't think he's going to be able to run, but maybe he will. I don't know. what we, we. There's a lot of unknown with Anthony Miller in that foot. We'll have to see. That's um, how you get to 81, baby. Don't run. Christopher Herndon, the tight end from Miami, kind of been the forgotten guy this tight end class. Uh, you know, the Jack Citchy, Uh just like he's been the forgotten guy at the linebackers. Chris Herndon, tight end from Miami, he's kind of been the forgotten guy uh, in this loaded tight end group. He's very talented, had an MCL issue late in the season. We'll have to see what's going on with that knee. Connor Williams, maybe the top tackle. What's going on with his knee? Just making sure it's fully healed. No concerns moving forward. Uh, Who else we got here? Frank Ragnall, the center from Arkansas, missed the last half of the year. What's going on with his injury? Harold Landry, talked about him earlier, how important the measurements will be. But also what's going on with the ankle uh, that really kind of plagued him his senior year. Uh, The junior tape was outstanding. Senior tape different story and ankle was a culprit for that. So what's going on with the ankle? Any worries about him? Josh sweat from Florida state. What grade did you give on sweat? Just based on tape study.
0: Uh, let me see here. Sweat. I would have listed as a right. D end fourth round.
1: Okay. And I think he's going to test. test off the chart. I think he's going to test really well. Uh, but the medicals are really going to be the X factor for him at the combine Had a devastating knee injury his senior year in high school. In the last three years, I mean, he played, and he played well. I mean, he also had a meniscus surgery over his time at Florida State. But what's going on with the knee? Any long-term worries there? Kimoko Ture, fun player.
0: Oh, 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 don't say fun player.
1: He's not a fun player? Don't
0: talk about Josh Sweat, like, up here and then Ture down here. You had that backwards, sir. Well, What are you talking about? Trey's a fun player. Fun player, is that's a dismissal. That's a pat on the head. No. Oh, he's a fun player. Yeah, he's a fun player. No, he's to watch. my second round pick.
1: I have him in the second round too. He's okay. a fun player. Where do you have sweat? Uh, I think third. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Josh some of these Swift. guys I have. Yeah.
0: I have production questions about some of these guys. Torrey had seven and a half sacks. Now this is the Rutgers D end. Mm-hmm. He had seven and a half sacks as a freshman. Then two, two, three. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. But. I watched him on tape, and the way he moves, he's going to get sacks in the NFL. Did they just not let him tee off enough?
1: Well, yeah, it was, it's kind of crazy because he was—he uh, was a basketball guy. He focused on basketball, and then his senior year in high school, started playing football. He received a, an offer from Rutgers before he even took a snap. They saw him at a camp the summer before his senior year and offered him. So he goes to Rutgers. He red shirts. And then as a sub-package guy, as a freshman, because he only he didn't start his freshman year. He was a sub-package guy, lit it up. He had three blood kicks, seven and a half sacks, uh, had a great year. And then the next two years, sophomore, junior years, were basically wasted years because of his shoulder. He was dinged up. Uh, and that's really why I mentioned him because of the Do you the, know which shoulder? of your head. Right. Right shoulder. Okay,
0: then I'm not worried about it.
1: Or both shoulders.
0: Okay, because the right shoulder, I knew he had a shoulder that screwed him up. Right. And on tape, I noticed he lines up on the left side. He does a single arm, straight arm to control blockers almost Mm -hmm. every play, and it's his right arm.
1: Yeah, he does. That shoulder's okay, and he prefers to use that single arm for sure. Yeah, um, and it's the repaired one, right? So I'm not that worried about it. He trusts it. Yeah, works. He does. And his senior year was really what you wanted to see because he, after this nothing as a sophomore and junior year, senior came out. He, I know the stats don't look great. But sixty-five tackles, which is more than his first three seasons combined.
0: He affected the quarterback a ton. I can he tell did. you that
1: he did. And this, let's be honest, there's not much in that Rutgers front seven, so you know you can kind of give him Teray some help on that side. But he's he's going to test really well. But the medicals with the the right shoulder had two surgeries on it. What's going on? That'll be a big factor in his uh, draft grade because I think we both agree he's a, a day two pick uh, just based on talent. Uh, who we got here? If you want to get to the quarterback, Teray's
0: tape dominates Marcus Davenport's to me.
1: Eh, I don't know about dominates, but
0: dominant Davenport. You say Hut, and he runs through the middle of people's chests. Mm-hmm. That ain't gonna translate.
1: Well, it, if he can use his length, you have and to
0: teach him to
1: rush. Yeah, and I think you can. I mean, I think he's he's an ascending player where he's going to get better and better. I think I'm confident in that. With Ture, he, I mean, if you take it... I mean, if he has the speed. That's great. But he still has to figure out a lot of ways to rush, too. So I, Ture wins in different ways, but I, I have plenty of questions about his development as well. Uh, the linebackers, we mentioned Jack Sitchi, uh, Obviously, medicals would be huge for him. Uh, Sean Deion Hamilton, the talented linebacker from Alabama. Uh, Medical is big for him after back-to-back year season-ending injuries to his right knee. Ow! Uh, he had an ACL last year, then this year uh, uh, broke a broken kneecap, I believe. So Ow. Well, I mean, no ligament damage uh, this most recent injury, but still, um, you know, you worry about that right knee. What's going on with it? Um, Sky Moore, linebacker from South Carolina, had that herniated disc that let him out or kept him out all of 2016. Any worries there? Jair Alexander, uh, this past season was not what you expected because of the injuries. What's going on with the knee, uh, just making sure that there's no long-term effects there. Uh, And then, of course, Derwin James. He had that great freshman year, missed basically all of his sophomore year, came back this past season, and there was obvious rust. And you, you could see throughout the season, he became more confident and more comfortable with playing at full speed. But just want to go in there and make sure that there's no worries long-term for him. So those are just a few of the names. I mean, I've wrote a whole article on these, uh, all the players I'm looking forward, uh, looking at the medicals, uh, that'll be up probably on my Twitter feed. Uh, But those are just some of the more notable names.
0: Okay, other things about the Combine. Are there players that we're looking at in particular that are big enough names to be relevant in February? That you're saying, okay, I'm interested to see what he does at this. I think I mentioned it coming into this. I want to know what Cortland Sutton
1: yeah, runs. That's exa- exactly what I was going to say. I, I think
0: he can touch the four fours. Is, I, is, I expect him to run, I guess, between four four eight and four five one. And oh, if he wow. does, I think that's really, really good.
1: Yeah, that is really, really good.
0: I, we studied him. Then later, watching somebody else, he just happened to be in the game. And I'm like, dude, he's faster than I thought he was. He can run.
1: And that's the debate, because if he ran a 4.58, would it really surprise you? It wouldn't shock me. It would surprise me. I think I do think he's
0: faster than that.
1: 4.52 or a 4.58? Like, that's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, and it could mean... It's a Treadwell thing. Right. And so, with Sutton, it, you're right. It'll be interesting. We'll see what he runs. Kind of similar as James Washington. If he went out there and ran he's a... He's going
0: to run a 4... He's going to run the same time. He's going to nah No, he's faster than Sutton. Maybe Sutton is slower than I'm giving him credit for. Because I think Washington's going to run a high
1: 4-4. Again, though, yeah. If you ran a 4-4-5 four, four, or a four five five, 5 5 I mean, I, like, I would exa- It's a big difference. It's a big difference. Because four five five is not generally going to be an NFL deep threat. But I wouldn't be really shocked at either one. Because it's really hard when you're playing in the Big 12 like that to get a gauge on just pure speed. We know he can get deep. We know he can track the deep ball. There's no issues there, but is he really a true speedster where he's going to get under four five zero? Maybe, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he just doesn't get there and he's four five two, four five three in that range.
0: Does DJ Moore run better than a four five five?
1: I think he's probably right around there. It's probably yeah. a four five three to four five six, probably somewhere in there would be my guess. Um, is DJ Chart going to touch the four threes? That that dude can run. Will Fuller. Ran a 4-3-1 at the combine, and I think that was what really helped vault him into the first round. And with DJ Chark, if he could do that, I wouldn't shock me. I know it's crazy for a lot of people saying DJ Chark could be a first you're round. You're talking pick, to the
0: wrong. You're talking to the wrong. Well, guy I know. Crazy. I know.
1: But a lot of people out there I think would be crazy, especially LSU fans who watched him the last That's few years. That's
0: the weird part is I studied him with multiple LSU people in the room that kept telling me, dude. Inconsistent, can't trust him. I'm like, I'm watching the guy. I, I think I'm it was, watching every snap, this dude can play.
1: And now, I and I get it, but I think it's more of a an entire frustration of LSU the offense Your quarterback as a whole. Can't play yeah, the LSU the offense. Um, but I mean, we look at these guys like Devin Smith from Ohio State, who the Jets took in the early second round. Will Fuller what from was Notre their Dame.
0: Fault? Devin well, Smith's he's, one he, trick was run straight from the slot. What's Will
1: Fuller's one trick? I mean, that's what he does too. I would, he's a better route runner, isn't he? I mean, I, it, tunnel screens, deep balls—that's that's his specialty. Which don't get me wrong—if you tell
0: me that he's going to be able to hit those in the NFL fairly consistently, that's worth a second-round pick.
1: That's huge. Right, and that's—I think that is an important part of this. Uh, but with DJ Chark, if he runs fourth, low four threes, maybe hits a four-two, it's not impossible for him to sneak into the first round. It's just—I'm I'm telling you—they love NFL, loves a speed. I got
0: one. Okay. okay, receiver that I think is forty time matters at least to me. I'm super low on Auden Tate, the Florida State oh, yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And some people have him in their top five receivers. I don't have him in my top ten. I
1: don't think he can run. I'm, I'm with you. On tape, I think he's going to run in the mid four sixes. But even if he runs in a... See, he's one of those cases where... Who's winning that way?
0: Who in the NFL is running in the four sixes? Like, Kelvin Benjamin put up decent numbers for a while right. just because of the number of targets. He wasn't very good. Who's winning? Being tall
1: and slow, a four-five-five. Like he—that'd be good for him. It would be good for him, but he doesn't uncover on tape. No, I mean he's not. He's not going to be a separator. He's never. That's just not who he is. Uh, He's a guy that's going to consistently have to win in contested situations. He's
0: going to get my. He's going to be the guy who's most affected by my Treadwell miss.
1: Yeah,
0: because he's the guy that I watch, and I'm like, oh, a guy that can win the ball up high and doesn't separate and doesn't look
1: like he can run real well. My my okay. comp for him has been Devin Funches, who is... He's
0: a slow tight end receiver.
1: Yeah, basically. But he's and, turned
0: into a decent player.
1: Well, I mean, he's he's done enough where... I don't think he's lived up to his draft slot or what the Panthers... is the Panthers gave up a lot to go. Where was he get picked? Him. That's their fault. Um, we wouldn't have
0: picked him there. God, we're good at this. How, how come NFL team hadn't hired you yet? You're uh, better than them at this.
1: It's a different discussion altogether. <laughs> okay.
0: all right. All uh, right, we move on.
1: I want to see how Orlando Brown, how he tests. The big offensive Huge. tackle from Oklahoma. <laughs> he
0: tests large.
1: I I mean, we know he's going to... The wingspan's going to be ridiculous. He's Maybe he hits 6'8", we'll see. But the foot quickness, Uh, I mean, we know that he can do it against big 12 pass rushers, but how is he going to be able to hold up in when he's isolated in space by himself on the stage at the Combine? Is he going to... You know, look off. Is he going to look like he he belongs with these other tackles? Orlando Brown's got a big workout coming up.
0: He kept going number eighteen in my draft, over and over and over
1: to uh, Seattle. Yeah, that's put, the problem with those simulators is they you get put so him there. hung up on the needs. And uh, another guy I want to find out about Hercules Mataafa. Who? What position is he going to play? And at the combine, the two
0: hundred and forty five pound defensive tackle who's an awesome yeah. rusher.
1: And it's. The is going to go a long way to determining that. Uh, I'm eager to see, are they going to let him do linebacker drills? Is it going to be just defensive end? Uh, how they're going to... Like he's going
0: to go from D tackle to off-ball linebacker?
1: It's going to be the Teddy Bruschi. Thing. Teddy Bruschi was a defensive tackle at Arizona way back in the day. And he transitioned to more of that linebacker, that off-ball uh, position. And obviously, Can't we just
0: move him one spot like we did with... Uh, what was his name last year? Ended up in the first round, like number 13. Uh, he went from... Are you end about? to linebacker. Come on, man. You know who I'm talking about. You know what who I'm team? talking about. Who picked him? Was it the Cardinals? I think he. Oh, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Like we can only move. We can only take one step. We can right. go from end to linebacker. We got to go from tackle to end.
1: And maybe he can do that, but you know his game is built on quickness, and so can he run. You know, run the arc. Can he? Win around the corner consistently, or can uh, he
0: be the first 245 pound D tackle <laughs> since the 70s?
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know, I don't think so, but uh, teams are just going to run down his throat all day. Uh, but listen, this guy, he I want him on my football team, just got to figure out where to play him. And again, the combine is going to go a long way to determining where his best position is, where are you going to play him. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he comes in at, just his measurements, and then also how he tests.
0: Okay, I kind of like just going through position groups here because the next one for how do they test that I'm interested in would be linebacker. I'll give you a couple of names. One, is Malik Jefferson really going to run yep. like, in the 4 four? He's on my list, yeah. Or a 4-5? That helps him. It doesn't help him with my pluses and minuses. I already know he's athletic. Right. Uh, that falls in the don't count it twice thing, right?
1: Right, exactly.
0: He's fast. When he runs fast, don't move him up. Just say, yep, he is. Yep. A uh, couple of guys that I don't love:
1: Josie Jewell. He's also on my list. Yep. I
0: really like the player. I'll like him better if he tests really well.
1: Yeah, he's I'll not, feel better about him. He's not he's a, a bad player. athlete, but he's not a great athlete, right? Uh, and you could, never was that more obvious than when he was trying to cover Saquon Barkley, which is tough for any linebacker. Yeah, but that was really he really got exposed in that area. And I mean, there's not a Saquon Barkley is running around the NFL. But there are a few of them. I mean, if Jewel's going to play the position at a high level in the NFL, he's going to have to cover those types of guys. So I agree. Big numbers for him during his workout would really help him. Lorenzo Carter from Georgia. Have you looked at him yet? Uh, let me he's, see here. He's interesting because he's he looks more like a basketball small forward. He's tall, lean. Dude can run. And at Georgia, yeah, I watched him. Yep, he played... He really made an impact with you, I can see. I forgot
0: to put him on the board. Okay. Hey, where do you have him? I'll just plug him in there.
1: I think about a fourth. Oh, no, I have
0: him in the fourth. Yeah, I got him there. Sorry about that. Yeah, he's right there. Ahead of Sky Moore and Shaq Griffin.
1: Yeah. He, yeah, back to you. He's tough because, again, what, what position do you play him at? He's a great athlete. He can run. I think he's going to really tear it up at the vertical uh, and some of these other drills. He's going to He's going to look really good in shorts, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, he gets pushed around. There's your notes. Okay.
1: No, he does. Yep. Can't shed at the point of attack.
0: Needs to get stronger. Too much dancing as a rusher. Uh, But he's athletic. That's that guy.
1: All right, corner.
0: No, Leighton Vander Esch. Oh. How's he going to test? I'm the hater. I'm the guy who has him in the fourth round. Everybody's telling me, hey, you could sneak into the back end of the first.
1: I put him in the third round, and then I went back and watched more. And the more I dug into him, I became a little more confident. I put him in the second This is a guy who was playing eight-man football in high school. Quarterback, linebacker, won back-to-back state titles junior, senior year. Also won back-to-back state titles in basketball. I think he's a good athlete. I don't know how good of an athlete. He's got a little hip stiffness to him. Um, He has no
0: butt. I mean, he might have a butt, but he has no power.
1: And that's okay. I mean, I don't know. I should
0: let that go. I'm getting hung up on something that's not that important. I, mean, I like to watch Rashawn Evans hit people. Well, he's a Bama battering linebacker. ram. Sure. Sure. He hits people. Right. Vanderesh hangs on.
1: If you want a battering ram blitzer, then no, sure, pass on Vanderash. But if you want more of a weak side guy, even a Mike, I, I think he can he can play that. So I think Vanderesh is an ascending player where I think he's getting better and better, and that'll continue in the NFL. Only one year, uh, really, as a starter, as the guy at Boise, and he was top five in the FBS in tackles. Um, I don't love him as much as other people do, but I do like him more than my first viewing and based on more digging I did on the player. So I I am with you eager to see how he tests.
0: Okay, where are we moving on to now?
1: Corner. Uh, Uh, I
0: got all them right. We're going to see a
1: lot of speed here.
0: Yeah, I don't need to know any of it. I already know how fast all of them are. Okay. And how good all of them are. That's handled. Well, the only guy who I'd like to see run fast is the Meeks guy at Stanford, but he ain't going to.
1: Well, i say he, there's two guys... That's on, a four six guy. There's two guys on my corner list where I need to see them run fast. Both Pac-12. Meeks and Isaiah Oliver from Colorado. And he's interesting because he was a decathlete at Colorado. And so he's not a bad athlete. And he wasn't a bad athlete on tape, but you saw some long speed issues. And so I want to see what his 40-yard dash is, especially how he finishes that 40-yard dash. Uh, that'll help in that evaluation. Safety, Sean Elliott. Texas, a guy we're both low on. Fifth round. Can't uh, cover. I have a fourth on him. Do you so... think he
0: could be an okay box safety? He can't cover.
1: Yeah. If you're gonna call him free I, safety, agree. I
0: don't want to talk to you about sports. He can't cover.
1: No, he can't cover. And but what kind of athlete is he at? I I, I really want to see how he does during drills. Uh see if that helps uh you know paint a better picture based on the tape, which neither of us liked.
0: Yeah, and for Texas fans who somebody told me the other day, we know you hate Texas, guys. I love Puna Ford. Yep. If Holton Hill could pass the non-academic <laughs> test, I'd love him. <laughs> uh I just have issues with the players that have issues.
1: Holton Hill's second rounder based just on ability?
0: Yeah, that's why I took him with the fourth round comp pick. Yeah, no, nice. I, I took my Joey Gallo swing. Yeah. My, uh what's the Dodgers guy, my Bellinger swing. There you go. Might strike out, might hit it real far.
1: All right, well that wraps up the uh athletic testing. Okay, now you gotta call your shot. Who's gonna run the fastest forty yard dash at the common? I gotta warn you. We're picking the same I guy. I gotta warn you. We're
0: picking the same guy.
1: I am I I am sky high confident right now. Last night If you give me four to one odds, I'll take the field. Last night, I fixed my dryer by myself. Just fixed it. <laughs> and I, I consider myself <laughs> Hold no, on, define fixed it. Took it apart. Oh God! Re- replace the heating element. Oh wow! Yeah, and put it back together, okay. and it worked. Okay. And I consider myself relatively handy, I like working with my hands. Man, and, I'm not. But
0: I would have bought a new dryer.
1: I got my. I, I know. But,
0: and I don't even have any money. I would <laughs> Craigslist it and probably got stabbed.
1: Uh, I, I I expect my dad membership to come in the mail today. Okay. I, I'm very excited. So my confidence is at all time high right now. Yeah. Uh. So who you got? Fastest forty yard dash. In, at the combine this year.
0: I don't want to. Listen, you are going to say the same name. So, what we're going to all do right, is right. so you can say his name, and I need three to one odds, and I'll take the field. If I can have everyone else, I'll take three, two to one. Give me two to one.
1: So, we're both saying Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson, who, LSU.
0: If you can run a 10, 200, you're going to run a fast 40.
1: Yeah, personal best, 10, 2, 2, the 100. Uh, good Chark chance he gets the run, four twos.
0: Kuti can run. Uh, there's going to be other little guys that I haven't seen yet that I'm sure are going to show up and run in
1: the 4-3s. Another, another name to keep on the radar for Fastest 40, Tony Brown from Alabama. Uh, another track guy who didn't have the career on the football field that many expected as a 5-star coming in, but this dude can flat out run. and With that track background, you know it's not going to be an issue for him to put his hand on the ground, come out of that sprinter stance, so look for Tony Brown to light it up as well. Will
0: Barkley be the fastest running back?
1: I I'm not like that confident that Barkley's going to run like a blazing speed. I mean, I think he's going to run fast. but...
0: Over under four four three.
1: I think it'd be over. I mean, I think he's going to like a four four five to four five two somewhere in that range. Like, I don't think he's going to be like he's two hundred thirty pounds. It is, I mean, he's a a good sized guy. It, Anywhere in the four fours would be a great time for him. So I'm not saying he's slow. I just don't think he's under a four four three. How
0: come all our tight ends are slow now? Remember when they got fast for a while?
1: Yeah, like Vernon Davis. Yeah, we used to
0: have some like four fours and some four fives. Right. Vernon, did Vernon touch the four threes?
1: He, he might have been the four fours. He was blazing. Um, but now
0: it's like Hayden Hurst, Goddard, Gesicki. Maybe Ian Thomas runs kind of fast, but his tape isn't very good. What? What? His tape is not very good.
1: Give me Ian Thomas all day. In what round? Uh, second. I think I'm a second. Oh, dude. So early. Right. I, I have a 2-3 on him. So. Hold on.
0: Career bet. Let me write a note here. Career bet. Ian Thomas.
1: Fine with me. He's one of my five favorite players in this draft.
0: Oh, Dane. Oh, uh, Dane. Hold on. Let me get the notes so you can be super offended. <laughs> I just remember that I didn't love him. No, oh, That's Chad Thomas. Next. I said Next. I might have forgot to save. Oh, my God, Dane. I might have forgot to you save. You were so impressed. Or maybe he was so bad he was, you were that so I did impressed. not take a note.
1: And he decided, this guy's too good. I'm not, I don't need a note.
0: Yeah, can't get open.
1: I, another ascending player. He's on his way up. Um, one last part of the combine, the verified measurements. Kind of talked about this a little bit. Uh, I want to see what Lamar Jackson. How how heavy is he? The build. Uh, 210. How you feel about 210 for him?
0: Well, I think the thing is is that he's a wide receiver. Uh, you got to put him in the slot there where he can use his athleticism. All right, and, Bill. Uh, <laughs> Bill Pullian really said, you want to have the ball in his hands as much as possible. Move him to receiver. <laughs> Who takes the snap? <laughs> touches it on every play, Bill. Good God. Um, and look, I think 210 is okay. Here's my, my Lamar Jackson issue is that he doesn't – in college, he didn't do a good job protecting himself. He didn't get hurt.
1: i say, yeah, he did. But he was hurt. willing
0: to finish runs like a running back. Yeah. And I don't really need my quarterback doing that.
1: He won't stay healthy in the NFL doing that.
0: But I'm doing a lot of uh, anti NFL and prove it stuff. Josh Allen got hurt. Josh Rosen got hurt. Lamar Jackson's smaller. He ran a lot. He didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's hurt every single year. He's 200 and. 60 pounds, Mm -hmm. I'm done equating not being big to being hurt. I'm not going to kill Baker Mayfield for being six foot. I'm not going to kill Lamar Jackson if he's 210 pounds. I'm just not going to do it. If you get hurt, you get hurt. If you don't, you don't. I haven't seen size keep dudes healthy. Big dudes get hurt.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, you can't ignore it, but yeah, it's just... you can't ignore it because he's going to run. Everyone's going to weigh it differently. I
0: just need to teach him to go down. Sure. That's, that's my biggest thing with Lamar. His, I don't love pro football focus, but I think you can semi-trust their numbers, just not the grades. Mm-hmm. Like Lamar's true completion percentage was better than Darnold's this year. I'm not going to call him a better passer than Darnold, obviously. You're going to get an inconsistent thrower compared to I said, I don't... Darnold Rosen.
1: And I, I, you're not
0: getting a bad thrower.
1: I, I charted both those, and I don't agree with that at all. But okay. that doesn't mean Lamar... I Lamar Jackson, I have issues with his accuracy, but he's still a quarterback. He's yeah. still a guy that I want to try and develop. And um, my, Is
0: somebody going to get him in the second round? Is that really going to happen? I think Good
1: chance, yeah. I mean, could he go first? Absolutely. I, if I, you're the Jets, do you sprint to the podium in the second round? We talked about this before Thanksgiving, how much fun it would be to put him... To the Jaguars in the late first round. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a great pairing. I don't think they'll do it, but we got to wait to see how the quarterback dominoes fall. Kirk Cousins, first of all, and then the rest of the free agents like, you know, your Case Keenums. And then what happens with the the top 10 and the the top four quarterbacks, or at least the top four quarterbacks we think will go off the board. So a lot of those dominoes have to fall before we really get an idea of where Lamar Jackson's going to go. But yeah, a second round, it shouldn't surprise anybody if he goes late first or somewhere in the second round. Uh, other, would it surprise you if he goes in the top 15? I think it would surprise me just because we don't expect it, but he's an elite athlete with tons of potential, so it won't really surprise me from that respect. It'll just surprise me because what about I don't expect six? it.
0: What about when he goes six?
1: Yeah, that would, I mean, it would surprise me, yeah. Okay. Not that it, he shouldn't go there, but right. it's just we're not talking like that because that's not how the NFL is talking right now. Right. Um, but hey, if you love the player, you believe in him, I, I don't, I'm not sure a pick is too high for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Calvin Ridley, another one I want to find out with the verified measurements. Uh, is he under 190? It might, be, it might be an issue for some teams. Uh, DJ Moore we talked about. What's what if
0: Ridley it? ran like a 4.55? Five, five.
1: I'd be shocked. Yeah, me too. I mean. His, Just asking. His play speed is.
0: 4.44. Four, four.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. So that's something that would make you go back to the tape and try and figure that one out. Uh, Quentin Nelson. I want to see what he weighs. I know he, at one point in his Notre Dame career, he was over 340. Uh, what's going on with that? Maurice Hurst. Does he get above 290? Is he closer to 300 pounds? Or is he closer to 280? What's going on with him? Roquan Smith. Uh, the measurables will matter. Is he over 220? <laughs> yeah. I, the measurables will matter for some teams with Roquan Smith. They shouldn't. He's just a darn good football player. Uh, Mike Hughes. Some of the, a lot of these corners, you know, the height, Mike Hughes, Nick Nelson, DJ Reed, Denzel Ward. Of of these
0: Ward, could Ward measure under five ten mm-hmm. and still go in the top ten?
1: Yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean he, the,
0: the simulator keeps throwing him to like San Francisco, I think. Okay or
1: something like that. A guy like Vernon Hargraves, who was, you know, right around there. He went like
0: Hargraves, uh, I don't think was he went as like, good either.
1: No, I agree. He and was it,
0: good. He wasn't as good as Denzel Ward.
1: And he went, what, like twelve or something like that? Something so like that. You know, I don't. It just depends on the team and your philosophy. Some teams won't even consider Ward in the first round if he comes under if he's five zero nine six. But some other other teams won't feel that way. Where's he on your corner board? Is he number two behind Minka?
0: Okay. Um, Where's Mike Hughes?
1: Three. And height's gonna be for him
0: too. How tall do you think Mike Hughes is?
1: Right around five ten.
0: If Mike Hughes is is five ten five and Denzel Ward is five nine five,
1: do you move him? So a full inch.
0: Full inch.
1: <sighs> Probably not, no. Okay. I'm just
0: asking combine questions. Where, where I'm you, asking combine questions. Same question
1: questions. for you. Um, I, You have Denzel Ward ahead of Hughes right now, right? Are I they, don't. Oh, you have Hughes ahead? I do. Never mind then.
0: Very close. Very close. Okay. I like them both.
1: What if Denzel Ward run, you know, he comes at 5'10", 2, runs a four three. And Hughes kind of stumbles a little bit. Will that change anything for you? Yeah.
0: It will. Okay. Um, I mean, so this, is why, this is why the combine matters. Like, Is the combine enough for me to move people rounds? Like, oh my God, he's a great athlete. No. But it's enough to help me decide a guy who I might take a chance on in the late rounds because he's a great athlete. Right. If I think, like right now I think Denzel Ward is just under 5'10", and I think Mike Hughes is closer to five eleven. If it turns out that that's different, and Hughes doesn't run well, and Ward runs great, which is going to run well no matter what, they're close enough that I'd be like, "Huh, yeah, maybe I'll flip them.
1: And yeah, and it's all based on tape study. You know, you're not going into this blind. I mean, it's based on tape study and what you saw on tape and how the numbers match up to that. And yeah. so
0: I know I have them both as top twenty players,
1: right? But could a
0: combine flip numbers nine and ten?
1: Sure. Of it's my, not going
0: to flip number 20 and number nine.
1: Right. One of my longtime mentors, uh, CEO Broccato, one of the best ever do this, said those who don't value the combine just don't know how to properly use it. And I absolutely believe that uh, there's value in all the numbers, all the data that comes out. Just have to understand how to properly use it to help match what you see on the film And go with everything else, part of your evaluation. The film is still 80% of the evaluation, but it's still, there's a lot of value to get out of all this data that we're going to have in the next week, week and a half.
0: All right. Anything else we need to do here?
1: That? I have questions,
0: I think, but. Any good ones? We've been, man, we've been, this is, this is so long, Dane, and I have so many things to do. Hold on. Let me see. I'm going to look through the question. You tell me if it's a good question. All right. All right. Josh Allen doesn't have a stronger arm than Mahomes, does he?
1: Uh, I answered, I mean, he might. Yeah, i say, I don't know. It, it's got to be close. They both have huge arms. That's Cowboys. Everybody
0: doesn't care about Cowboys, but would Harold Landry be in the conversation at 19? My answer would be yes.
1: Yeah, we kind of talked about that earlier, how he might be a little undersized compared to what the Cowboys want, and you just have to really, really trust the 2016 tape.
0: Give me your red flag names in later rounds. You could take a chance on if they check out.
1: Um Antonio Callaway, uh Florida wide receiver. Very unreliable, uh, but he's a really good athlete and I think he's gonna test really well. So he's a guy to know. Um who else? Who else? Who Holton
0: Hill, but we already talked about him.
1: Yeah, Holton Hill. Um, you know, he couldn't pass a drug test to save his life at Texas and that happens. Pretty much said, okay, you just need to sit out the rest of the season. Yeah, that um happens. So yeah, he's in there. Uh, who else we got? I mean <sighs> Jaleel Scott has some answering to do. Darren Carrington, wide is from Utah. He's got a checkered past. I J- Jordan Lasley, he's in that mix. Who there's a lot of issues going on there. I the Kuiper having him so high, that's that surprises me. Uh, what Desmond Harrison, the tackle from West Georgia, who has plenty of issues on his own, but he can move. He's a really light footed tackle. Um, and then one more I'll throw out there: Max Redfield, safety from Indiana of Pennsylvania, uh, Notre Dame transfer, former five-star guy that just couldn't get out of his own way at Notre Dame. Eventually led to his dismissal, and he went to uh, Indiana-Pennsylvania this past year and played pretty well. Uh, I think he's a guy that the medicals, the character, if it checks out, you take a chance on him late.
0: Brown or white gravy? It depends on what
1: we're eating but. obviously
0: you have brown gravy with turkey white gravy right. with your biscuits exactly uh which one's better though i'll say brown's better
1: yeah i'm, I'm comfortable not, with that i grew up in the north and i didn't have white gravy until i moved south so oh. i grew up with the brown
0: okay grew up with the brown that's awesome
1: yeah. but the all right brown, i'm done go wrong are you done we're done
0: we're done we'll talk to you next week uh trust the tape action dane you'll be at the combo.
1: i'll be in indy we'll figure week. it out
0: listen somebody's going to be on here doing trust the tape i guarantee it we will talk to you next week Oh, hey, not yet. Listen, do the review thing, okay? Like the iTunes thing, hit the five stars, and then send us your favorite Greek god in honor of the guy Hercules.
1: Okay, might offer,
0: Uh And he might have been, was he Greek? It doesn't matter. Just, yeah, send us your favorite one and do the five-star review or else and follow us on Twitter at JC1053 at Brugler. See you next week.